The sesh is in session. Welcome, join us, spark up, and chill with the sesh. We're session? Oh, we're session, boy. Oh. Time for the sesh. Time for the sesh. What's going on, baby? What's going on, guys? Sesh time, baby. Let's go. Time, 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 time for some sesh. Out here, just uh, it was a session. Uh, today is Tuesday. Uh, it was David's birthday on Sunday. Happy birthday, David! Happy birthday! There's no big dog in the house, big D. Um, I gotta, I gotta ask you, David, or Eddie, do you um, you keep up with the UFC at all? I uh, oh, I dibble and dabble. I'm not gonna lie, I dibbled and dabbled, and I think I know where this question's going. So you know the recent fight that happened. The Conor McGregor fight. Yes, sir. I, I, I honestly, I apologize to the guy who won on a technicality. He won, right? Or or no? He won, right? Because cause, yeah, uh, cause he broke his leg. Because cause McGregor, cause, uh, McGregor's fucking 40 now, and them bones are starting to weather. So I saw, I saw a video of the fight, and um, Conor throws like a body kick, mm-hmm. and Poirier drops his... His elbow to block it and like where where McGregor broke like the bone ended up breaking is like right where his elbow like the his like Whoa. this part of his his leg just right into wow. the elbow a baba boy and I think it fractured it because he was still standing on it wow and then he like he did like a he jumped in through a punch and then jumped out and when he jumped out and he put his foot to stabilize oh Ooh. And then it was just straight on oh, bone. I'm holding my knee right now. I'm just holding my knee. I know it's not a leg, ladies and gents. I'm holding my knee because I got torn my ligaments, and I couldn't even imagine. I couldn't even imagine. My knee will buckle by just you fucking staring at it long enough. But now let me tell you, let me say this, right? Imagine you just fought something. Like you got in a fight with somebody, right? Right. It's happened. And you throw that kick and you, or you step, or whatever happens, you break your leg. You still talking shit after you break your leg? I'm going to have to say probably not. (laughs) Not Conor McGregor, dude. He wouldn't (laughs) shut the fuck up. Oh, he wouldn't stop talking. I bet. He said, he was, he said, this isn't over, blah, blah, blah. And as Poirier's leaving the ring, he said, your wife's in my DMs, talking all kinds of shit. I'll see you on the sidewalk. Wow, it's not over. We're gonna get a part two. They're gonna run it back for sure. I mean, how old's Gregor gonna be by the time they run it back? How old is he now? So he gave an update video. He said, um, he said he's gonna be. It's like six weeks recovery or something like On that. On a broken leg, six weeks. Um, it was either six weeks or six months. Thinking six, six months. months <laughs> Come on, man. You ain't breaking a piece of celery know, and putting that back together in six I, weeks. I broke a couple bones and yeah, I want to say like I had a cast on for maybe like six to seven weeks. Really? Yeah. Like it it, it doesn't really take st- stupid long time, I guess, for your bones to like heal. I don't know, man. That's crazy. The, the more the the more more time the mo- most of the time is spent recovery. Just making sure that you, yeah, dude, it's just nuts though. You're doing like, the uh, what is that called? You're doing the aftercare, physical rehab, the physical rehab, the physical therapy, physical therapy, running through the water. You're in the pool, physical there. Physical rehab didn't. I'll be in right. a physical therapy pool with a joint in my fucking mouth, it's just fucking treading. That's what my mom did for for work. It's good. It's good. You need everybody needs therapy. It's good. Dude, it was just some of the people she uh, worked on. It is like the craziest stories. Give me one. I don't know. This like, is the sesh. Give me one. When I was uh, like when I was younger, dude, I was like, dude, I just, I, I'm obsessed with the UFC. 
uh, I wasn't like a huge I like Ken really, Shamrock really, days. You like a Ken? Do like Ken Shamrock days? Like in the beginning? That was the very beginning. Ken Shamrock. Were, I know yeah. him, but I dude, I was I was like a, a child, you're a little chicken nugget. You were a little chicken nugget. I you was like a, a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> right? You just you making me look bad now, bro. Now you're making me look bad. Though we were friends. Ah, <laughs> uh, shout shout outs to all the dinosaurs out there. Apparently, I'm a dinosaur now. You know that makes me think. Of, have you seen that meme or or that tick that tweet? It was like a, it was like damn. It was like you you get out of high school or you get out of school and you get a job and you real deal be having f- best friends that are like 20, 30 years older than you. And right. you're just like damn. What what happened to Phil today? Or, or <laughs> <laughs> it's you over. Know, I miss that guy. <laughs> a- AARP swallowed him up. Something. But uh the good old days, the good old days. Was it so one of the one of the one of these people that she rehabbed or cuz some of the stuff that she worked on too was like people who couldn't live by themselves but they like had their own apartment and this yeah. like physical therapy resort or whatever you want to call it, I yeah. guess. Yeah. But um so one of these guys was like, he had like real bad Parkinson's and stuff. So he had, you know, he needed help eating and all that stuff, getting right. himself dressed and stuff. And then it turned right. out this guy was like a really good boxer. He he got like the golden gloves. Like wow, Olympian. Was, yeah, I mean wow, champion. You know, champ. And, uh, Definitely not a chump. Exactly, but I mean. I don't know if you can straight draw the connections, but it was like, you know, How long? that kind of life came with repercussions, I guess, right? Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I would say. Because I wanted to get into boxing. I wanted to be a fighter. You walked that line. My you mom was like, she, she, like, she got me to meet him and everything. She talked you out of it. Yeah. Well. She's like, I don't want you to end up like, you know. Like this, this. guy. This winner. I, like, I don't yeah, want you to end up like a winner. Yeah, he's a, yeah, it's like, obviously he's a great guy and he did a really good feat, but it's like, that was the thing is like, he was one of these people, like he was just one of many people who didn't even become champions or anything and still, you know, ended up with some sort you know, of brain I, damage. You know, I think, I think, I think with, uh, with, with, with anything, bro, with anything there is, Chris, you know what I mean? I think with... There's risk in everything. Any, well, I don't know. Yeah, it's, 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 I would say sacrifice. I would say he sacrificed, right? His, you know, he sacrificed his well-being. His later years. Yeah. In, in order to use them all up now, mm-hmm. you know? Totally and and I think that that is also another thing about football players, baseball players, basketball players. They spend so much time honing in on their craft to try and be number one. You know, that's why not everybody's LeBron James. Not everybody's Michael Jordan. Not everybody's Tom Brady. You know, not everybody's, you know, these guys. You know, because those guys have sacrificed so much in order to get to where they are. Like this boxer you speak mm-hmm. of, you know. I mean, you know, mentally he is, uh, you, you could say polished mentally, you know, to be able to go through situations like this mm-hmm. you know the ups and downs of the sport you know because i mean one one fight you know you train as hard as you can mm-hmm. you go into this this fight training and giving everything you got and this guy fucking puts you in the dirt and you're like man bro i tried everything there was to try right. and i didn't succeed you know but for this guy for somebody to lose in boxing a couple times and come back and come back and then be a champion mm-hmm. i mean that that's what that's what you're talking about right there you're talking about hands down bar none the mental the mental aspect right you know to tell yourself that the very next one you could win and the one that you're doing right now that that you lost it it doesn't matter anymore mm-hmm. let's move forward just like a quarterback man imagine being in a three-hour game and the very first throw is an interception right and now you got a whole fucking three hours to go yeah come back from that you you, you come back from that dude put that down right where it happened <laughs> just put that down here matter of fact here you take this interception hold that for me ground but like when we talk about like we're talking about um uh, Whoa! Storming out there, bringing the storm. With storm comes great responsibility. Dude, when I left my house, it was monsooning, bro. 
the the like the whole road was flooded like i'm talking like like sometimes when like one side of the road you know the gutter starts to fill up you just drive a little more in yeah, the middle yeah yeah bro the whole thing was fucking fucked. <laughs> water was just pick a side dude it was like it was like a forest gump bro it was like a forest gump and that was coming from underneath the ride <laughs> and, and that was riding from above and from underneath Right. Now, see, if I had the challenges, yeah. still, I would have been like, yeah. not yeah, making it. You'd have been like, bro, I'm telling you right now, I'm not duct taping my door cracks. I'm not coming, bud. Sorry, we're going to have to reschedge. It does not float. <laughs> we're going to have to reschedge. This thing's like 5,000 pounds. We're going to have to reschedge. Oh, shit. Man, but, dude, you know, that 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 boxing, bro, and, and sports in general, right. that's what it takes. You know, I think that girl that's you but, know, um, that, that was doing the tennis, mm-hmm. and she just had, you know, you know, she came to a mental roadblock. You know what I mean? That's you know, that's that's the kind of toll that winning and losing takes on somebody. You know, I mean, I don't know if outside of sports she has a mental condition or something like that. This right. might this might be a bad analogy, but you know, I mean, you know, everybody handles things like we were talking about the Richardson the other day, the Olympic sprinter. We were talking about her. Her, you know, she had a family member die and. You know, that's why she went to go and smoke her weed from what I'm what I'm gathering, you know, and I mean like like I said, bro, it hits everybody different. Right. You know, this 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 mental this mental aspect of the sport. You know, I mean, life too, bro. Life does the same thing, throws right. curveballs at you, you know what I mean? You mm-hmm. can hit a home run or you can't, you know what I mean, sometimes. But at least, you know, you get up, you fight again, you can fight another day. The thing is like you don't you you don't wanna be you don't want to be somebody who fears that feeling, right? You know, nah, you, nah. Cause it's like, like Ricky Bobby, bro, because then you can't go fast no more. Exactly. In, in the lose, sport, you, you lose tr- yourself. Well, yeah, because you don't trust your craft anymore. You feel like yourself let you down and you don't trust yourself no more. Right. You don't trust yourself to be that player that was the player that got you to where you were at before this incident. Dude, that, like... That kind of disciplined mindset is like I don't know, like it's that's not something for that, everybody. It's not for everybody. But shouldn't it be though? It very well should be. Yeah, that's why a lot of people think that everybody should play sports in school. It's it you know everybody should be on a team, bro. Everybody should play sports, you know, because not everybody has brothers and sisters, you know, that that have to share, that have to realize that you're not, you know, there's other people, not just you, you know. I mean. It's good. It's 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 good for for other things in your life. Yeah. You know, it's good like, for when you go to build a family yeah. and you want to be a parent. You know, I mean, having that structure mm-hmm. and 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 what you went through. You know, by not having that, maybe not necessarily is a bad thing not having it. Mm-hmm. But to argue that it doesn't help, no, that's just come on, man. You know, I mean, to for say sure. that that doesn't help, sure. that's crazy. Saying yeah, structure yeah. is a, no chaos is the way to go. Yeah. You know, shout outs to Cleveland. <laughs> Um, yeah i don't know like in you play you play sports in high school i didn't play in high school i played peewee seventh eighth grade you played football yeah i played football yeah i played peewee seventh and eighth grade Uh, it was it was was fun man so you liked it yeah hell yeah yeah definitely but i was saying then when i got to high school that's when you know i had my eyes on other things and you know there wasn't as much structure in the house as maybe say someone like me might have needed you know what i mean right, I, right, you know right. so i that's that's why i'm an advocate of the structure sometimes it's good structure is good mm-hmm. you know sometimes you know like mcdonald's over is bad I, I would say that's just too much because that structure isn't for me that's to protect yourself you know right, what i mean right. it's like a different it's like a whole different aspect of what structure is that's just ridiculous like you have a handbook this is a simple job where i press two buttons my job consists of pressing buttons and pulling triggers man like come on dude like the you know the salt and pepper shaker is a trigger you pull it one time it gives the the ample amount of sauce that the burger needs you know what i'm saying it's, it's yeah it's like one of them situations they got the salt machine bang bang you throw the salt down two shakes and then you you know you stir it up with the stir and you make your you make your fries with your shovel you know you got your you got your shovel that does it perfectly and it just fits it in there and it and it robs you of all the fries in the bottom because that's how it's designed you know i mean the whole thing it's that, that's a completely for me different kind of structure so you worked at you worked at mcdonald's i did yeah i worked at mcdonald's a couple years yeah it was definitely 
it was an incredible experience, I'd say. For sure, it was definitely an experience. <laughs> Putting food in trays, 10 to 1 patties, they were called. And those are the regular, those are the yeah. regular, uh, Oh, cheeseburgers <laughs> and then you got the and then you got the four to one patties okay which i think four of those little thin patties make one of the four the quarter to ones mm. i don't know it's yeah i mean you, you're pressing buttons shit everything's frozen you're pressing buttons you know it's not some fucking skill bro you know it's, it doesn't it doesn't take skill you know, everything's color-coded. You watch a video. If you pay attention to the video, it's the easiest money you're ever going to make. Yeah. It's the easiest money. It's not like they're on a line, you know. You're reading a screen. It tells you, and then it prints you out a ticket. And then you make you make it. Yeah. You make what it prints out. You just make it, you know. I, I feel like I would never... I would, I would hate to do fast food, bro. I'm not saying you wouldn't. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's easy. For sure. For You're not sure. building a foundation of a house. Right. You're not out mowing lawns in the right. heat. <laughs> you know? I mean, everybody can complain about it's not enough money. And I uh -huh. get that. I get that. I totally understand. It's a different argument. But that's but it isn't hard it's work. It's just always the problem. It's it's not hard work. You're never gonna have but enough it's, money. But it's not hard work. It's it's not hard right, work. Right, 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 right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like it, it's not I mean, dude, I could I could argue that like what I do is easy. You know, anybody could do what I do. No, no, not anybody. Right, I could, told you, no, not anybody could put stuff together. There's, there's people who see, are. That's, a, that's what I was gonna say. People bro. who are inclined. Isn't it blow your mind sometimes that there are just people that don't comprehend things well, because, that seem easy? To no, do? because for me, I'm one of those people. I'm one of those people that can't just like read directions and get it. I gotta do it. Like well, I have to be doing like, I would, it. I would just like, like you. I would get like, like if you started where I worked, right? I just, I would just train you. I'd say like, all right, Eddie, you're gonna take this bolt, you're gonna stick it through this thing, and then you're gonna attach it to this, and on the other side, right? Washer. That's what I need. Nut. That's what I need. Like you can't be like, here's a bag of nuts and bolts, right? And then here's the diagram. See you later. I no, did no, it. No. I did it, bro. It was so hard. I worked in a factory. It was so hard, bro. Assembly line? Yeah, it was just so hard. Back in Jersey, it was so hard, dude. Like, I just couldn't. You know? Like, the screens and everything. Putting the screens in and what sizes I needed. I, like, needed to be told. And once I was told and I knew that screen got it and you use this tool and, and, and that tool and then you come back with the rubber. You jam the rubber in there so it keeps the screen in place. And once I see, I'm like, all right, I don't need a fucking diagram. No, I don't need nobody to show me, uh, tell me. I, I just need somebody to show. So for me, I'm one of them. So no, I don't. I don't. I think that's everybody. I, I don't. I don't at all think it's weird that like some people can just get it and some people can't. Some people, it's just different. It, it, some people just yeah. I mean, like some people just see things better than say like like I like 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 I can't see to draw for shit. You know what I mean? Like if I wanted to draw a foot, I couldn't imagine the the uh, the angles and the lines I needed to to fucking do to get this foot carved out right on the paper. You know, and then you watch some people that can just draw and you're just fucking astounded like. I've seen people make fucking a piece of paper look like food or something. They drew mm -hmm. something in any moment. You're like, wow, look 3D, you know, or look like there was a hole and something dropped down in it. And, it, you know, I'm just not I'm just not that capable of doing that. You know, right. I, I think that that's why I was capable of picking up on being a pizza maker, too, is the possibility of, you know, you're not like making me look at pictures. You know, you're like, all right, so you're going to take your hand, you know, and this is how it's going to go. And I think that that was, you know, what allowed me to be successful. The fact that, like, you had to show me how to do it. Right. It wasn't one of those situations where, like, wasn't one of those situations where it was like, here you go. Here's a bunch of, you know, like, even McDonald's. It's not diagrams and shit. They give you, they show you people doing it mm -hmm. step by step. You know, that's why they're able to plug anybody in to do it because they're showing you physically. Right. Look well, that's, at what you do. That's how they designed it, right? So. Yeah, they spent good fucking money on that. Yeah. They spent a lot of good money on implementing that system to be successful like that. 
And right. other people have taken that business model. I think I think Walmart, I think a couple other people might have took that idea as well. I'm not too sure. Well, Walmart's big thing was like, at the time, right, you had your mall or like your little market center where you went, where everybody went to go buy stuff, right? And the thing is yeah. like once, once like population spread out, there were some people that were driving way too far just to get to that market. So Walmart was like, when we drop stores where there are no stores. Right. And then all those people that were like, oh, I can go to Walmart and get whatever I want. Then I don't have to drive across town to get to the market or yeah. whatever. Yeah, that, that was ingenious. Dude, huge. That was, that was smart. I mean, because even like by me, I didn't get a Walmart till way later. But apparently they were way up in those areas that you were talking about. That's where the Walmarts went. Right. Now they're everywhere now. I mean... Because they capitalized, they basically shut down hardware stores. They shut them down. I mean, what do you have left, right? You have Home Depot that sells like commercial and residential stuff. And then you have, yeah, Lowe's. you have like Lowe's yeah. and uh, Ace. But like Ace don't, Ace doesn't carry, Ace probably carries half the stuff that Lowe's. Can but I mean, wouldn't carry. you say like also Walmart shut down Radio Shack? Couldn't you say? For sure. Right, like Walmart ended two careers. I mean, yeah, you could argue that uh, just like fucking the internet killed Radio Shack, right? Because then you could just go direct to the consumer. Yeah. So it's like, what? Like I don't know. Isn't that like, what Amazon's the only, doing? Though the only reason I went to Radio Shack was to ever buy isn't that what Amazon RC cars? Isn't that what Amazon's doing though? Dude, Amazon's taking over. I mean. I mean, you think there's going to be a Walmart anymore when you could just get everything from Amazon? Like, I think it's going to end up being like a mega corporation thing. Where, Walmart's going to get... Amazon's in charge. Going to buy a Walmart and they're going to buy everything. There's going to be a merger. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm calling it. There's going to be a merger. I mean, Amazon owns a lot of things. Two titans. Amazon gonna, owns Whole Foods. Two or three titans are going to come together. Think about how huge Whole Foods is. Wow. Huge. I go down there. Everything's high price in there. I went in there to get coconut flavored flavored coconut water that you can get at Publix. It was like six thousand dollars, bro. I need to take a loan out from the bank just to get a fucking coconut water. You like swipe the card and it was like I need to fucking hydrate myself. And, and I had to I had to cut a fucking pinky off just to hydrate myself. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. There's no reason for it. It's crazy. Like the amount of prisons in the United States of America. You have so many prisons, right? Mm -hmm. And you call them rehabilitations. And you're trying to rehabilitate these prisoners. But yet you have more and more prisons. It doesn't sound like your rehabilitation is working. Maybe we should try and figure this out. What is it? You know? I heard somebody ask a really good question, right? Like, what is, like, what is the point of, the, of, of, like, giving somebody the death penalty like would you say you would kill someone over over something and then if you say that you wouldn't take their life then you know like at what point you know like the death penalty you know what i mean like isn't that a crazy thing like to still talk about in the 21st century like that we still have the death penalty and, and people are being put on death row still like don't you think that like there's got to be like a no, you think you think that there's crimes I mean, that I'm, you believe to be harsh enough to take a life? No, I'm looking at it as the aspect of like say like I mean, I don't know, like I I personally couldn't do anything horrific enough to get like this scenario, right? But right, like, right. We're we're living the like hypothetical, if, uh, if, ladies if, and gentlemen. Yeah, if the if the judge was like, "All right, I'm you're either going to be sentenced to four consecutive life terms of yeah of like 60 year sentences so essentially i'm going in and i'm never getting out right you're spending the rest of your days behind bars right there's not a chance there's no way then i don't know but i'd probably just say end it there yeah i don't but think, I don't I, think I, living out a life in prison is worth it that's well well here's the thing right like here's the thing yeah like that's why i think that there shouldn't be a death penalty because choice. I be, well, the reason why I don't think there should be a death penalty, right, is because I've been locked up before. I've been to prison as a juvenile mm -hmm. and as an adult. And, you know, maybe it's just because I'm not that kind of person, but it was really hard for me to do both. It was, that was a tough part. 
you know, I, I would say that that added on to a lot of the anger in my life. You know, mm-hmm. it's like now not only am I done from it, but secretly hidden on pieces of paper that when people try to give me a job, they can go and see and look at this paper and say, he's not worthy to be my slave. You know, I just think it's fucked up. I think the whole entire thing is fucked up. Like, there should be certain charges, you know, like sexual charges, murder charges, fucking stalking charges, things like that. Like, when, you know, I sold marijuana and now it's legal in 32 states. Mm -hmm. Fuck you, dude. Like, it was never... Like, you never had the right to take my fucking life over this. Mm -hmm. You never had the right. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's like... And, like, still, I think about it, and it's like, yeah, you know, like, everybody's walking around today, and it's really fucking cool, and everybody gets to smoke weed, and everything's fine, you know, but I lost, like, fucking years of my life because of that, dude, like, and all I was doing was, like, my father, the marshals came, they put the lock on the door, I couldn't stay in the apartment no more, I had nowhere to live, so I resorted, I didn't have a job, I had nowhere to live, so I resorted to selling selling weed Mm -hmm. you know and i mean and i mean like you know so somebody snitches on me i get caught i end up getting three years with a nine month stipulation as an adult at 21 years old i never broke a law as an adult before that Mm -hmm. that was my very first marijuana charge and you're telling me that they're not locking people up because they're making money off people being incarcerated they make they print magical money from the government Mm-hmm. And that and that trickles down to everyone involved. Mm-hmm. And then they're charging for a white wristband, an inmate that has a white wristband. It's it's sixty dollars a day or thirty dollars a day they get from the United States government for that inmate. Mm-hmm. And if it's a red band, that's federal. And in the county jail, they get one hundred dollars. And it costs six dollars a day to house an inmate when you own the fucking blocks that you put them in. Right. Dude, yeah, I that's, mean, this is ridiculous. I mean, hands down, bar none. So again, I ask you, you know, the, are there crimes worth? Uh, no, I just, I, I just like, you know, like if we're gonna say, if we're gonna say that, yes, if if we're gonna claim that the death penalty should be right, then mm-hmm. what should these charges be for? Because I mean, they're locking people up for selling marijuana right you're basically locking people up who were who were trying to make a better life for themselves Mm -hmm. you're locking people up for surviving basically and and now and now the world is saying no it's okay it was it was okay what about all the the lives that were ruined and all the people that had to suffer because of a stigma and something that somebody said no to Mm -hmm. i mean and you know i'm just saying like the death penalty in general do you even think it should be a rule or should it be abolished? I'm saying, what, like, wholeheartedly, like, inside of you, you. I mean, it's not It's not like every day you've had right. to sit here and yeah, think yeah. about this. I mean, on the fly. But, all right, before before that, I just got to say, like, that's some crazy shit that you went through, dude. Yeah, I mean, and to, to... I mean... So, so check it out, right? I'm having... I'm epileptic and I'm having seizures. Mm-hmm. A bottle of, of Depakote is $240 a bottle per month in New Jersey at the time mm-hmm. I was taking this medication. $240 a month. That's a fucking car note, dude. That's something somebody's paying on a four-door little cutie. Right. You know? And I got to pay this so that I can take medication to somewhat have quality of life. And what I mean by quality of life, I mean I was still having seizures, but it was like one to two seizures a year on 2,000 milligrams of Depakote. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I needed a fucking job now. My dad couldn't pay for the fucking apartment, let alone give me money for the medication. So right. I was, yeah, I wasn't even capable of of doing the, you know, the whole nine to five thing mm-hmm. because I couldn't live long enough. You know what I'm saying? Without having a seizure. Yeah. You can't get through work. You, can't, you know what I'm saying? You can't yeah. get through two weeks when you need medication now. I would have had one like every three days. So so it was, a, it was a really tough spot, right? And, you know, so I start hustling immediately. I start mm-hmm. hustling. So like that year, two years, whatever, 
And then all of a sudden it catches up. People get jealous. You start making a a, a significant more money than anybody else Mm -hmm. around you. And when people that don't have nothing see you have more than they have, they want you right back. They want you right back where you started from. Like who the fuck does this guy think he is? Yeah, and it's it it wasn't even that kind of like it wasn't even that kind of like I was walking around flaunting shit. It wasn't even like that. It was just people knew, Mm -hmm. you know, because you start monopolizing everything and you 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 start being the guy everybody's calling. Right, right. you know, and when that happens, it's just like the movies. When that happens, boy, you know, the next thing you know, the next time somebody calls you and knocks on your door, it's not really your friend. Is somebody out to get you. That that was the other part of like just doing that shit in general. Like mm-hmm. before I even got locked up, you know, right, like that right. was yeah, that was that was that was a fucking whole different Jerry Springer show in itself. Right. Every time you woke up that day and you walked out the house, you were worried. But, but like like we said before though, with the other shit too is like that's kind of just like a. I mean, do you think? Was like so like would you say that selling was your last resort? You would never have done it if uh, even man, if you were like if I, set. No, nah, I mean if I had an opportunity that I could have seized, that would have been able to pay for my medication right then and there, mm-hmm. and be able to help out with the apartment so I get my family back in my apartment and I don't have to live on the street. And my grandfather, and my uncle didn't, my uncle didn't have to take my father, and my grandfather, in. and you know because that's who I lived with. My father, and my grandfather, they went with my uncle. There's, mm-hmm. There wasn't enough room. Yeah. for me yeah. you know so it's like you got to go do what you got to do pimping you know and i was like 17 mm-hmm. 18 you know you're at that age boys buck up homie it's time homie gotta go do that thing yeah i mean it was, it was just like one of them things bro like like you know you you don't you know i didn't i didn't want to do it i didn't want to yeah. do it because you know i watched oz when i was a fucking kid i didn't want to get locked up right, you know what right. i'm saying seeing oz and shit i didn't want to go down i just i'm just asking because like I feel like nowadays, or like when I when when I was growing up, it was like, like even if you were set, you know, like people, you still would have did it. Yeah, people were still selling, you know. Nah, I mean, I was smart enough. I mean, it was to a know. different time. I was smart so enough I know. to know. I was smart enough yeah. to know where where it was going and where it would go. Okay. I mean, but that was a time back then. Like it was a different time. That's what I'm saying. Cell like, phones, no cell phones weren't huge. Like they were right. just they were just popping off. Not everybody had cell phones, you know. I mean, you know, maybe the chirp was big. Not everybody had them. You know, plans were huge. Mm-hmm. I think they had the chirp, chirp. You could you could do the the chirp and and something with a chip or something like that. I don't know. I, I don't know. I I, I just I, I just did what I had to do, man. And 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 so you were in the area and you knew everybody. It was just like an easy. It was just like an easy road to turn to because mm-hmm. even after that, like even after that, like it was like you still don't make that kind of money now. I'm, I'm still wasn't making that. I'm still not making that money. You know what I mean? It's like right, you right, never recover right. from that. Right, so I right. can completely understand when like a woman goes to like to be a stripper, mm-hmm. like try to pay for college and like easily get money. and just like easily get pulled away from going to college and get roped into that and say like yeah like you know well if i just save x amount of dollars every year and Mm -hmm. i do this till i'm like 40 you know i don't even i don't even know how they would think like because i didn't i didn't think like that like i didn't think about you know what i mean no i just didn't think about tomorrow that that's the only way that's all about getting through today yeah that's the only way you could do that like i felt like i felt like for me and i don't i don't know if like that's it's that way for women that go to get up on stage and spin around the bowl whatever maybe they just like dancing and that's Mm -hmm. their and and that's their like reasoning behind why they get up there and do what they do is like well i'm good at dancing and i really like dancing and it just so happens i'm just dancing for boys you know what i'm saying like it's i mean mean, like that could be something completely different but me i was like backed into a corner Mm -hmm. you know it's like i needed money tomorrow so i went to do it i was like look me and you run shit but i need money right now how much you need 240 bro i had him take me to the pharmacy give me 240 dollars in cash and then that was it now boom we're like we're like propelled now it's me and him together plus everybody i know and like Mm -hmm. it's just like we formed this bond and then that was it bro Mm -hmm. and then i was the one to get us knocked i got us knocked from the dude that snitched on me shout outs to dragon Mm -hmm. what's up (laughs) done 
how you doing? Yeah. But Jeez. um but yeah, but yeah, you know, I mean it is what it is, bro. Yeah. We'll 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 we'll, we'll carry this on another day. We'll, we'll save this for another day. Uh, I, I just I really dude, want I you felt, to like. I really kind of like related though, because like I don't know if David ever told you about when me and him got arrested. No, I never heard of that. Yeah, I mean, like we got dude. This cop, like I don't know, like what it was, dude, because like I didn't even hit this turn this fast, like as fast as he said I did. But it was because I pulled up to it, and like the left lane on like the street next to us or whatever was like turning right so i knew no one was coming from this direction i knew right. i had to just watch to make sure no one made a u-turn so then i turned right and this cop like but i didn't like completely stop right so then he like pulled me over anyways uh had some weed in the car had a bunch of shit actually i ended up getting three misdemeanors and david got one and uh but Three like, misdemeanors. But the 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 cop. Uh, wow. Yeah. I mean, it's like I mean, nothing compared to like what you went through. But yeah, I um, got caught with twenty one grams of coke, <coughs> twenty one grams of weed, uh, twelve hundred thirty six dollars a digital scale, um, and 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 they just they made this related, ladies and gentlemen. Please don't turn this into something it's not. Don't be police officers. I got caught with two boxes of shotgun shells, three fifty seven magnum bullets, and thirty eight special bullets that were hollow tips. But I just want everybody to know that I didn't have any guns illegally or legally. I just went shooting with a buddy of mine. He lived in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. That's why I had them bullets, and I had a whole box of skeets. That were not put in the report just to make me look like I was fucking Eduardo Scarface. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they're like, oh, yeah, they, yo, they did me. They did me so dirty, bro. Like the joints, the blunts, Mm -hmm. you know, they didn't put none of that in the report, bro. Nah, nah, the bongs and the fucking all the paraphernalia. Nah, they threw that shit right in the garbage, bro, right in the basura. They didn't say none of that. They didn't bring none of that up in the report, though. But they brought up the fucking money in a Dutch box. Yeah, I had I had single dollar bills that I put in a Dutch box. That yeah. was in the report. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Anything to make me look like fucking something I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're already standing there in a pumpkin fucking onesie. Yeah. Do you have to try like to do me any dirty? Like, do you have to try? They literally, the only things that they were bringing up were shit that I did as a juvenile. That's literally all they had on me. It was the saddest fucking thing, bro. And then on top of that, they're like, yeah, after I paid my fucking lawyer $1,600, like, yeah, we're going to, and we're going to give Mr. Fusco, we believe that the DEA and the prosecutors, uh, you know, we believe for his first time that he should not have to go walk scot-free because of all of the things that he has done. Yeah, bro. They hit me with a 500 feet from a park. <laughs> or, no, I'm sorry. Hit, whoa, whoa. Let me backtrack. Let me, <laughs> I, I apologize. They hit me with 1,000 feet from the school zone. I was five feet short of 500 feet from a park. Now, listen to this, man. As I'm getting arrested and they're telling me after they look at the geological uh, location of my apartment building and where the school and the park are, and the cop literally looks me in the face and taps me on my back and he's like, you're a lucky kid today. I go, yeah. Why is that? And he goes, because you were five feet short from a park. Because if you were, if you had 500 feet from a park, you'd have really been in trouble, young man. And I said, but you gave me a thousand feet from a school zone. And it didn't hit. Like I got locked up. It was six thirty in the morning, five thirty in the morning. They ran down and raided me. They had fucking sweater sweater shirts on, sweater vests with fucking with fucking bulletproof vests and fucking badges and machine guns fucking fucking poking me down with fucking dogs in a room and shit. It was a it was a fucking mess, dude. I wake up like ah! fucking jumped out of bed 10 feet in the air that was crazy bro we'll come back we'll have to come back we're gonna come back <laughs> you never answer my question. question we'll come back bro we're gonna come back oh do, do we'll i come think back. people deserve no i said do you think that there should be a law saying that should there be an execution law whether it be lethal injection or the chair, should should the law uh, exist or should it be abolished? Do you think it should ex- exist? 
Dude, it's like it's 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 not just the. Uh, it's not clean cut and dry. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I wanna, I don't like, think really. I would anything. say for most situations, no. For most, no, right. But for pretty, I don't know. I mean, in this for day pretty age, extreme. Though, I feel like I feel like uh, I feel like the death penalty is pretty like barbaric. Do you? Yeah, I mean, like I think we're going towards a future where I don't know. People can live out some sort of. See, I, I completely disagree, man. I'm gonna have to swing the other way here, you uh-huh. know, because of the way I see it, and this is my perspective. This is the way I see it. I I, I don't think that we should. Uh, I don't think that we should kill people either, but it isn't because I think it's barbaric. Yeah. I think by you killing the individual who has done heinous crimes. You know, just check out the way the brain works. Mm-hmm. Every five years, you change as a human. Yeah. So this dude that committed the heinous crime when he was 20, yeah, well, when he gets to 30 or 40, he's going to break down mm-hmm. mentally. And he's going to fucking cry. And he's going to think about it. Why? Because that's what the isolation is going to do to him. Yeah. He's going to be locked in his own prison. And he's alive. No matter where he goes, he'll be locked in that because he has to live with that. Okay? No matter how hood you think somebody's trying to be or act or talk or any of that, when they're all alone, that's when you get to find out who they really are. And that's who he has to deal with himself. Yeah. Yeah. So I think think killing somebody, if you want somebody, yeah, it's the easy way out. If you really, really, really want somebody to suffer. Take a social creature who's 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 fucking a little fucked up in the head and lock him in a room. Yeah. And let's watch what happens. Let's sit back, get the popcorn ready. I I think that that's more of a, you know. And then other people, other people believe no that they that they don't deserve the right to breathe the same air that we breathe. You know, and and that's from a victim's point of view. I would assume. I would assume that they believe. Yeah. You know, but from standing from where I'm from and seeing what I seen, mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now that the biggest of the biggest, the hardest of the hardest, they don't want to be in there. No fucking way. Especially when you got all of this going on out here. You know, you're yeah. able to do all these things, yada, yada, yada. That's what, I, that's what I think. I think the true punishment is in not by allowing them to leave scot free to get off because you don't know. We don't know what happens when they die. I mean, we could all ex- we could all speculate. I'm not going to get that's a whole nother show and another channel. I'm not going to get into that. But yeah, I, I honestly think that in, in the grand scheme of things, I, I think that, you know, murder. I think, first of all, I think you, you should have way higher of a charge uh, for selling illegal guns and and getting caught with a gun that has serial numbers ripped off and illegal guns, I think those laws should be a lot higher for uh, a penalty. Along with it, should be a lot higher for murder, mm-hmm. so that you really realize that no matter what, even if you're a model prisoner, you're still gonna sit in there for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And I think that under under certain guidelines, maybe. You know, I, I, it would depend on the state on how you want to claim self-defense and how you feel self-defense would would factor in. I mean, I'm, I'm solely just talking about just the execution law. That's it. Nothing else. Right. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not talking about, you know, a whole nother case where somebody's, uh, you know, uh, killed somebody because of the, you know. Right. I'm talking about like yeah, like he's standing there with the knife. They arrest him. They know he did it. There's no nothing. He's just walking around with a clown suit on, killing people. Yeah. Yeah, or whatever. You know, <clears throat> I see. I I did. I, I we were talking about stories the other day. Um, I did the. I watched a, a guy tell a story about somebody up in Anchorage, Alaska, do, uh, you know, an abduction robbery. You know, and they killed the girl and everything like that. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying he got the death penalty, but I'm just saying, like, this is one of them cases where he's like a wild, you know, he's like a wild man just out here doing things that animals in the in the kingdom of animals do. Mm-hmm. Just walking up on some, you know, like a leopard just walks, up, you know, like praying. And it just walks right up on a fucking, on a doe or a fucking, you know, elk and it just whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 
that's what I'm saying, man. Like, I think that that's where, you know, those are the people that you should keep them alive and they should be locked up for the rest of their lives. You know, because I mean, somebody that's killing somebody, I don't, I don't know, you know, I mean, unless, unless the way you're killing, but a serial killer that he should never see the street again. And personally, you know, like if you out here serial killing with a cereal box, just murking, nah, man, this fucking, nah, that's crazy. And you shouldn't be around others because that ain't, that's not some healthy shit. You're not, your mind isn't healthy right now. You know, you on some lawnmower man shit. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think anybody can really. It's tough, man. Relate unless you are, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it, it's it's tough, man. You know, it's a it's a tough question. It's something tough to wrap around. It's it's a tough question for society to answer in general. Yeah. You know, because I mean, there are people who have have had situations happen. Like, you know, I don't want to start naming names, but there's definitely. I mean, there's enough cases out there that we have been able to see and witness that you're like, mm, that's just, ooh, that's bad. That's tough, you know. Like it's a it's a sick situation. This mm-hmm. last dude up in uh, Colorado, I forget dude's name, man. I forget dude's name, man. He just went and, you know, took his little babies. They were still alive. Mother was dead. He put the mother in the well with the oil, dropped her in, and then walked the one baby up. The babies are alive. He just put the blanket over the baby and dumped the baby in the oil, in the oil bin. And goes against the other baby, you know? I forget the dude's name, man. He's just a savage, bro. This is recently? Yeah, this was even on Netflix. They did a little special on Hula, Hula Hoop or Netflix. And I was like, bro, nah, he did it off rip. As soon as I seen the first, uh, and, and, and I was like, nah, bro. Because he looked like he did something wrong with the neighbor. They brought, they brought him in because mm-hmm. he said his wife's missing and the kids are missing. That she came home, he seen her, he seen the kids, she came home from New York, they was from New York, the, her, the girl was from New York, she came home, seen, seen, he said he seen them, they got into a fight and then he, and then he went, and then he went to fucking work. And when he came back home, nobody was home, he called the cops, it was late at night. Mm-hmm. And he brings the guy by and, he, and the guy in the living room was like, nah man, he did it. You know what I mean? Like, look at this. Telling the cop, like, look at this. He backed up with garbage bags. He put garbage bags in the back of his truck. Look at this. Yeah, man, it was crazy, dude. It was so crazy. It was so crazy. Yeah, I mean, ah, dude, that's so nuts. I don't know, like, there was, um... You ever watched like the Iceman? around here, dude. You ever watched the Iceman? The Iceman. Yeah, he lived in, like, East Orange, New Jersey, West Orange, New Jersey. He had a house. It was called the Ice House. West Orange, New Jersey. Yeah, he was a hit. He was a hitman for the mob. Oh shit! I mean, I guess you could say he was a serial killer. I mean, I don't know if he really fit under the criteria, but he was being paid to go kill people. Yeah, (laughs) man, like he would be dressed up like a clown at his kid's birthday party, and then just take the suit off and go kill people. Yeah, yeah, man, like it was crazy. Like he, he, like he told a story where he was sitting in the back of a car with a mobster. And, like, his initiation was, like, they just pulled around the corner somewhere on a dark street and told him to get the fuck out and kill that guy. He didn't even know who the guy was. He got right out and killed the guy and gets back in the car. You know? I mean, this the kind of guy the Iceman was. But he's in jail right now, and he made that documentary. He was crying. He was crying. Nuts. You know why? Because he regrets it. Not only does he regret it. I don't know that he necessarily... This is the thing about the Iceman. I don't know that he really regrets it more than he loves his children and his wife. Mm. He just wants his children and his wife to talk to him again, and they won't do it. And you could see why. You know, you could see why he doesn't... You know, no, 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 nobody's talking to him because he was he's done some really savage things throughout history. Yeah. Just straight, just poking people up like pincushions, you know. But I mean, you know, that guy's not dead. They got him. They got him locked up. Still, I don't know where he's locked up, but he's still locked up. I just watched the show 
a year or two ago about it, and it was it was something, bro, to get him. You know, he's so monotone, and he just tells you, you know, he's soft spoken. Like, yeah, that's this guy's a killer, bro. You just see it in him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't blink. He tells you everything. There's no blinking. This guy doesn't blink. You know, this guy's like, you know, I don't know what it is about somebody who doesn't blink. What do you? Is this a blink off? What are we doing? <laughs> what's going on here with the blinking you, you don't wanna you just you don't have time to blink you you just killing people in the amount of time it takes to blink what if it's like his brain is just so i don't know hyperactive he's just like he's just like constantly he just doesn't his brain is like his eyes just release enough juice so that his eyeballs don't shrivel up in his head right yeah, that's that's one to check out though, bro. The Iceman, that's one to check out. That's definitely one to check out. That's definitely the a Hitman for the for the mob back in the '80s or whatever, early '90s, late '80s, bro. I'm telling you, it's a story to listen to. And I used to ride past the house in West Orange, bro. Yeah, yeah, it was a big house. It was boarded up. Yeah, it was fucking crazy. You know, to think about you're outside of a house. You didn't even know how many bodies were brought in here to be stuck into a freezer. Because that was his thing, bro. Like, because he was a family man. Huh? He put him in ice boxes. Well, because he was a family man, right? Mm. He had shit to do. Yeah. So, you fucking goddamn these people telling me I got to go kill somebody. You get fucking mad, bro. I got to go fucking kill somebody. Now he's mad because he's got to go kill somebody. And he takes it out on the guy he's got to kill. He goes and kills the guy and fucking chops him the fuck up. And I ain't got no fucking time. He's like, I put him in the fucking freezer. I dig a fucking ditch another day. And I come back. I throw a frozen fucking body in the fucking, you know. I mean, you know. And then you hear stories like, you know, the first time he used the chainsaw. That's. Yeah, he tells the story the first time he used a fucking crossbow. Or fucking, like a fucking crossbow gun. Yeah, like a crossbow gun. And he did, He was kind of scared, you know, so he didn't want to try it on like a fucking tough guy. He just went, you know, he just pulled up on somebody in the fucking thing, and he asked him to come over close to the car. He pulls out the fuck, <laughs> fucking shoot him right in the chest, and he was like, wow, that thing fucking penetrated. They dropped like a fucking ton of bricks, and he's like, all right, this thing works. Goes back home, gets some more arrows, gets ready to go fucking kill somebody whenever they, you know, whenever he gets the call. Thank God it wasn't my name. That's so nuts. Really, dude? I mean, we're talking cray. Crazy, crazy, bro. Crazy. Interesting. That's yeah. nice. Yeah, bro. We'll do another show on uh, me and my... Uh, <laughs> we'll do another show on me and my uh, adventures and things of adventuring with the drugs and stuff and playing around and things. You know. yeah, we'll say, you know... It's good times. Good times. Sprinkle it. Yeah, sprinkle it on, you know. It's good times. Little bits, you know, episodes. We want to make sure we're giving happies. Everybody, thank you for tuning in. Check us out. Solid sesh. Solid. Catch you on the next one, guys. Peace, peace. Thanks for joining the sesh today, guys. Don't forget to subscribe. Tell a friend. Tell a family. Anybody who smokes, they'll love the podcast. Catch you on the next one.